Hey guys, welcome back. Monster in the making. We're um, just gaining ground leaps and bounds and I you know I, I just I can't get over the people that um, reach out to me and, and thank me for um, some of the topics that we cover. And and you know when I first started this that was that was my goal was to to be able to talk about things that would resonate with people and um, you know hopefully be able to help them understand that it's okay to be you basically and uh, so monster in the making is is that because we're all monsters in the making and you know we're we'll always be monsters in the making and and so whenever I get the messages um, that you um, thank me for it and um, bring up the actual topic you know that I that I talk that I talk about uh, it means a lot to me because it means that I am doing something right, and you know we all like the the compliment like that, and and I, I I really appreciate the ones that do reach out like that. So, anyway, monster in the making, we're uh, we're really huge. I'm like like a rock star in Poland, it, 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 ain't it Poland? Norway. 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 Yeah, I'm like a rock star in Norway, and uh, so we're, but we're trying to get it here in the United States, and uh, we'll start with. Uh, Hell, we'll just start with Oklahoma, you know, and then just go out from there. But anyway, guys, we uh, we are gaining a following with this, and, and which is even more awesome. Um, I, I think I talked about it one of my last podcasts as I was, I was bull riding, and the young bull riders are like, you know, saying little quotes to me like, uh, now we got us a game and stuff like that, you know, and and uh, so I know they're listening, and I and that's awesome to me because if I can help, if I can help you as a bull rider, entrepreneur, whoever you are, whatever it is, barrel racer, um, it's awesome, you know. I think it just it makes me feel good. So, monster in the making, we all are monsters in the making. Um, tonight I have my a guest of my show, my beautiful, beautiful daughter. Cheyenne Laneberry. Um, she come in from Stillwater. She goes to school at Oklahoma State University. And uh, I asked her to join in on the podcast with me tonight. And I have my wife who has been with us the last several podcasts. And we have to turn her mic off and on sometimes um, because she gets really dirty mouth, foul mouth. And so we have to bleep her every once in a while, you know. But um, anyway, not real sure. Um, I, 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 so, so like tonight we're going to talk about, uh, since I got Cheyenne in here, we're going to talk about like drinking age and birds and the bees. And, <laughs> and, and so, no, no, we're not. No. Wrong guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. All right then. No guys, I, uh, I really, to be honest with you, when I walked in, um, I have, you know, when I when I do the podcast, I have like a couple of different topics in my mind what I'm going to talk about. There's nothing scripted here. Uh, I'm not a scripted person, and um, so so tonight when I walked in, I had a couple of topics in my head. But um, Cheyenne, my daughter, and my wife Holly's holding uh, cards like they've got the topic, so uh, I don't. Um, so. Yeah. Well, you allowed, you told Shy that since she was going to be on your podcast tonight that she got to choose the topic, and she did. And, and uh, basically we're playing off your theme of now we got us a game because this, tonight's topic is uh, you. David Barry's fair game. 
And so we're just going to ask you questions that you have to come up with answers for. Oh, you're shitting me, right? No, nope. no, that's that's that was what a college degree does for you, babe. Makes you think of great things like that. And Cheyenne will be graduating in December, so this is going to be like nearly doctorate stuff. Okay, I, I can do this. I can do this. So, um, but, but a little background first, because you're not one to, to talk about yourself. After your rodeo career or when it's winding down and your passion, you created things to stay involved in the industry. You created Monster Bull um, and, and all that, that entails and all that is, was, and will be. Um, you created the Humps and Horns magazine. You invented that up because that didn't exist and you thought that needs to be, something like that needs to be happening. Um, you, you know, you've had PBR events where you rode a bull out of the ceiling that no one's ever done before and you think of things and you make it happen and that's um people just want to know a little more about david berry and even though you say you're not qualified to help people a lot of times that's on a, maybe a scholastic level or by um other standards but people have come to you for advice and just to visit with you for years because but way before there was ever a podcast whether it was bull riding or just girl things that whatever. Dr. Phil of Rodeo. Dr. Real. The combination of Dr. Dr. Ruth and Dr. Right? Phil. Okay. Dr. Real. I gotcha. But anyway, so Shy and I just thought, and Brandon's going to be have our back on this, um, we're just going to come up with some questions and you get to answer them. So Shy, do you want to go ahead and start off? And before before we start though, I want to say this. Of everything that you said is 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 true, but my greatest accomplishment of life um, is, is my daughter, Cheyenne Laneberry. Um, when she was born, um, it was, it was, I, I mean, like, you got to understand that, um, 21 years ago when Shy was born, I was, uh, gathering bulls, fixing, I was sending bulls out to Vegas to the buck and bull cell. And, uh, Shy was supposed to be born December 6th. And, and I had a flight out like a day or two days later to Vegas. And I was sending a truckload of bulls uh, out there ahead of me. And um, this is how bad I was. You know, I was like, all right, she's supposed to be on, born on December 6th. I hope the hell she is because I got a plane to catch in Vegas. <laughs> you know, right? And, uh, and so, uh, but she was born on, on that day. And uh, everything worked out. But when I landed in Vegas... I got off the plane, as I'd done God knows how many times, I, my life had changed. I was different, and, and I couldn't explain it. Something had changed in me. And, and so um, it was the birth of my daughter. Being in there, uh, the birth of my daughter changed me. I mean, it just did. It, it, I don't know that you, you could say it saved my ass, but, you know, I was... Uh, kind of a wild little motherfucker, you know, and, um, it, 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 you know, it changed me. And, and shy the other day, you told me that we raised each other and, uh, that's a pretty true statement. I agree with that. You know? <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, you know, I've asked several times so, who she thought was more the adult in this so, situation. <laughs> and, uh, so it, it's, it's just awesome. And, and I know, and, cause I know a lot of the people that listen to us, um, have a family and, and, and have, 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 uh, you know, their kids. And, and I think you can win, uh, what Donnie Gay won eight, Jim Shoulders, who's got the most, uh, Trevor Brazil, all them go buckles, them guys will win. 
they 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 don't they're nothing compared to um family family you know um so with that note though we're not going to go any easier on the questions for you that was nice that's okay i just i just but i just okay but i think i think i think honest to god though i think anybody that really knows and and only just probably a handful of that a half a handful of people really know who i am um but the ones that do know that cheyenne comes first in my life and and always has and and uh for the last 21 years uh has as just the love of my life and 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 i just wanted to i want to you know that and publicly i will let everybody else know that she is the love of my life don't fuck with her you know <laughs> you, you, you know i mean david's coming and hell's coming with me you know so leave my daughter alone i didn't know you was so. on tombstone no <laughs> He still probably hadn't seen that one. Either. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 He has no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So anyway, let time. her up. Okay, I'm ready. I got so this. The point of this that I wanted, the reason I wanted to do this was so we know you, and some people know you, but I want other people to know you. That also. I'm a freak of nature. That I'm just yeah. awesome, just outstanding. That that reason. Okay. Right. Okay. So. Why did you start riding bulls? Was there a moment when you said, I'm going to be a bull rider? What was what was that moment for you that you were going to be a bull rider? You know, rider? I, I don't know, Sha. That's a good question. I couldn't answer that um, with, with um, exact. Um, I know used to, uh, when I was a kid, there was three channels on, or four channels on, on, on TV, ABC, NBC, CBS, and then like... Um, Channel 11 was like the um, PBS, PBS, you know, where you could see Sesame Street and shit like that, you know. And but um, ABC would do uh, Cheyenne. They would they would show Cheyenne and um, and I would watch that on TV. And then um, Western Horseman uh, would always do a um, a rodeo part section. And then I don't know if it was the National Enquirer, or honest to God, uh, or the Star. It was one of the one of the you know one Tabloid of them. Magazines. Tab. They had a rodeo section. I, I promise. I, I shit you not. And I just was. I don't know. Drawn to that, you know. My whole family is law enforcement. I mean, my whole both sides of my family DNA is law enforcement. And I look like. Cheech and Chong, you know, and I just robbed a bank or something, you know. I, I just, I didn't, I, I, I totally respect law enforcement. I love that. But I just didn't want to, I didn't want to be that, you know. Um, and I think if I would have been, I would have been really, really good at it. I would have, like, wanted to be, um, like, a U.S. Marshal or, you know, I really wanted to be the guy that went and chased the bad guys. You know, if I was going to be a policeman uh, a lawman, I would want to be the guy that went out and, you know, knocked down the door for the meanest son of a bitch that walked face of earth. But I chose riding bulls, and, and I don't really know why. It, you know, my dad, he had some pigs and some cows. We wasn't, you know, wasn't really a rodeo family. And, uh, I mean, we, you know, country, but, you know, and I'd ride them pigs, I'd ride them cows, and my daddy, he come up with a little horse for me, and I'd ride it. We didn't have the money for a saddle, but I'd ride that horse bareback, you know, everywhere I went. And just dreaming about being a bull rider for some reason. I really, you know, I don't have that exact answer why. It just, it, it was just, 
uh, the outliers kind of showed itself to me with, uh, you know, Wild World of Sports and, um, you know, Western Horsemen and the National Enquirer. I mean, fuck, I can't, <laughs> I mean, you know, right? So, anyway. Um, okay, so with riding, what was the biggest struggles that you think you faced physically and mentally, and how do you, how did you overcome them? I don't know that I ever uh, had anything physical. Um, I was always, uh, I was really small. I weighed 140. I weighed, between my rodeo career, the whole, I weighed 140, 150 pounds. I, you know, I was just, I always, and, and I would look down. I remember, I, I'll never forget this too, because I used to, I would look down at my stomach, and, and it was just, it was rolls. But it, I always thought I was fat, but it was just wrinkles. You know, I mean, it wasn't, we know when I'm just sitting here, it was like, um, like a six-pack? Like my yeah. I mean, my skin was like, you know, and, and I always thought I was fat, you know, thought I was big. And I, and I you know, I wasn't. Uh, and the reason I know, the reason I know I wasn't because once I grew out of those, um, what was it, uh, 28, 38 size Wrangler MWZ <laughs> jeans, you know. Uh, uh, so, you know, I've always been self-conscious with um, – uh, my look, uh, honestly, and and I know a lot of people's like, are you shitting me? You know, look look at you today. <laughs> I am still self conscious of what I look like today, honest to God. And uh, the problem, the, not the problem, the difference is, is I've changed the way I look at myself, and and I'm okay with the way I look, you know, and uh, because this is the way I want to look. You know, when I was a kid growing up, I tried to grow long hair, but my dad's a marine. You know, my dad's a state trooper. Uh, everything was high and tight, you know, burr haircut. And um, I liked the long hair. Um, I like the I liked the feel of it. I liked, I really like the feel of it. I keep it in a ponytail a lot because I'm in a more of a business transition with a lot of business things, and, and I think it needs to be pulled up. But I love when my hair's not in a ponytail and I can just, it's just blowing, you know? I mean, does that sound gay or what? <laughs> that sounded fucking gay, didn't it? The fuck? Anyway, I'm not gay, so... But I just, I, I love the way that feels when I'm riding that four-wheeler, uh, chasing bulls, and my hair's flowing in the air, you know? I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. But anyway. It's a very liberating feeling, so, especially when you grew up with it the opposite way. It, it's yeah. It's like, it kind of so, opens your mind. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a free bird. I mean, you know, I've never had a chemical in my body. I've never done a drug in my life, ever. And, and, and people look at me, and, and honestly, it, 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 it bothers me, too, to some extent, because people... In a, in a private setting will come up to me and ask me if I want to smoke something or do something. And I'm like, oh, what? Are you fucking kidding me? You, you know, I mean, it's like, you, you know, I, I've, never, I've never done that. And don't ask me to do it, you know. I, I can look like I look. I don't, I, I mean, but I, I get associated with bad news, you know. And I'm not bad news. But I like the way I look, you know. So, anyway, it's just a different deal, but... Re, re, uh, God, I didn't answer all your, all Well, your... On, on the note that Shai, just kind of a follow-up on what she said, one of the questions that someone had sent in earlier when we asked for people to send in questions was, what was the lowest moment of your career and how did you overcome it? What was the lowest moment? For knowing that, that people at different ages go through that right now, competing and, and in life, what was the lowest moment and what did you do about it? You know, I, I, that's, that's a, that's a double-edged sword question right there. So, um... The lowest, the lowest um, in my life was when I knew that I was done. Um, 
that was that was, you know and what did I do to overcome that I and you know I stayed in the business uh, my my first love was buck and bulls was bulls and so I stayed with that and uh, um, and, and then you know teaching uh, young guys how to be bull riders so I reached out to the Lafuse uh, out in California to join me and, and help bring them out here to Oklahoma uh, to help do bull riding schools to help guys learn how to ride bulls better and um, and so you know that's what I did with that and uh, and then I invented humps and horns and monster bull and whatever the fuck you know yak 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 but um, yeah so I mean, there's there's some, been some some things in life that that I see that that you know really drives me on even with the podcast and 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 we'll move into this topics as we move forward uh, talking about podcast stuff in the future. But one of these days, I'm going to get really real, and when I get really fucking real, it'll 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 it, it, you'll 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 want to hear what I got to say. But I try not to do it all at once. I try to just give it a little at a time. You know, I try to feed a little bit of information. But when it gets right down to it, if, if you know, I, 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 can, I, I got something to fucking say. And, and, uh, and, I, and I really, I look at life and why it turned out and the way, how did I land where I'm at and, and, and everything like that. You know, why, why not? Why, why couldn't it? Why me? And and there's 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 two things that 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 I answer that is why me is one. I have my daughter. If I would have kept winning, and that would have went down, I wouldn't have Cheyenne. And so there is a reason why it didn't work out for me because God had other plans for me. And 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 that and it started with Shy. And then after Shy. It, it was like, okay, now you've got unfinished business with little bull riders, uh, entrepreneurs, as I am today, um, to help and uh, to understand things. So I could have won a gold buckle, no doubt, my, my, no doubt. But it wasn't uh, in my cards, I guess, or whatever you want to say. And, and I... You know, it, I've never had a chemical in my body, but there was a time in my life when I was so down, so depressed, so hurt that I could have went three different directions. One, die. Two, get on drugs. Or three, get up and try again. At, you know, knowing I couldn't ride bulls. I could ride bulls. I could fucking ride bulls today, but I'm not going to be competitive. And and when I when I got to where I wasn't competitive, and I was just a fucking bull rider. I was done, you know. Because when when I showed up, I showed up to win. And when I showed up, you showed up. You had to beat me, no matter what I had drawn. Didn't fucking matter. Whatever you had drawn, you had you had to beat me. And uh, once that changed, uh, that I was just a bull rider. I, uh, I I knew I was done, and I cried like a little fucking baby, you know. And uh, I had I had three options there, you know, shoot myself, get on drugs, or get up and fucking try again at something else. But I didn't know anything else. But this because my heart and passions, the love for a bull, and to ride a bull. And for the last fifty years, if you will, um, I've stayed that course. You know, I'm not a part of the high heads. I'm not a part of the 
upper echelons of, of as you would as you know people see it on TV and shit like that. But uh, they can't warm my slow side up either. You know, I just I'm not I don't have their platform. You know, but uh, you know don't uh, don't underestimate me. Go ahead, <laughs> huh? Go on with it. So we've had bulls for. I mean, my entire life. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my first word was bull. It was Cheyenne Langberry. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. It was. We've gathered a it lot was. of them. It was. It was, baby. But out of all of them that we've had, is there one that's your favorite, that you're the most proud of? Or No. No. There, the, I mean, I've had, we've had, we've had some really good bulls. We've had bulls that went to a, a, a really big stage in, in, in rodeo, bull riding. But, um. I don't have a favorite. It's, it's kind of like uh, having kids, probably. You know, uh, there's not. You don't have a favorite. I I love them all. You know, and there's just some are better than others. But at the end of the day, for me, when they come to the feed trough, they're equal. You know, and the only thing that separates them is when that buck and shoot gate comes open. And and so I don't I don't label. Uh, well, you get more feed, and you only get this much. You know, they're all equal to me. And, and and I just, I that's my huge, huge passion is bucking bulls. And then that's why I give the guys the time of day and then some uh, because I want them to ride them, you know. It's just amazing fucking thing, you know. But you're talking about we've, we've had bulls when you, I, I still, you know, when you're just a little bitty baby and you'd, We'd be fucking chasing bulls in the feed truck, and you'd be standing there, and I'd throw, <laughs> I'd stop and try to, because I'm gathering bulls on the truck, you know, and I'd slam on the brakes and turn, and wow, there you'd go off on the floorboard, and I'd have to reach down, and get you, put you back up in the seat, you know. And I remember one time, fuck, you was hanging on to the back of the seat, you know, you had your arm over the seat, we're fucking hauling ass over, you know, it's a rough fucking place. We're getting after it, and you're hollering. And, I'm hollering too, or fucking. I didn't realize you you'd put your finger in the the spring in the in the seat, you know, and smashing the fuck out of you. I thought you was hollering with me, you know. You, you was hollering, turn me loose. You know? But anyway, we've had. I mean, you know, and, that, and just yeah. You your uh, your first word was bull, and. Uh, You've been with me from day one. You're like my dog, Bell. I mean, thanks. <laughs> but, but, fuck, I think Bell's 21 too, though. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I mean, I don't know. She's older than shit. <laughs> but, uh, no, we, we've, uh, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. And, and Hall of Fames and Go Buckles and, you know, NFR stuff. I, I would have loved to experience that, but, that's all it would have been was an experience because life is is what I am. Life is what we are. Life is what we have. And I love being able to share that with other people that um, I, don't want, I don't want to sound this in the wrong way, but don't have what I have, you know. And, and nobody gave me jack fucking shit. I've created it. I've built this. And, uh, and it's took me 50 fucking years to just get to here, you know. There ain't nobody in the world. There ain't nobody's got go buckles that intimidate me. There ain't nobody intimidates me. You know, I may not be as popular as they are. I may not be as recognizable as they are. But they damn sure don't fucking intimidate me because I guarantee you, I've I've popped more fucking blisters on my hands and and cried my eyes out more times than they have and still get the fuck up and try again the next day. You know, so. Well, and on on 
kind of playing off where you guys were on the bulls, the question that Shy had, um, one of my first experiences here with the softer side of David Berry <laughs> and the bulls and how passionate he is about them, uh, we had a bull riding school that spring, and David had one of the older bulls that he decided he needed to send to the cell. He was in the junior bullpen. He was whatever. But anyway, um, the trailer was there, and he had a friend that was going to be driving. Cell barn's about an hour away by the cell barn. And he said, hey, you know, could you take this bull, hook up the trailer, take the bull, drop him off at the cell barn, and I'll just go pick up the trailer tomorrow. And um, the friend of his, yeah, no problem, whatever. We're going to go get the trailer the next day. And um, David came in the house that night, and he told me, your dad, he said, uh, I had to ask God to forgive me. I said, for what? He said, for sending that bull to the cell. Because, in, I mean, if we could... They'd all have a headstone, and they'd all be part of the Berry Ranch forever. And there's some that are, and there, you know, there's some that it's the most humane thing to do is, you know, they don't have to be in, in caught off guard in a bullfight or another hard winter or whatever. But it, even the ones that aren't, quote unquote, the higher end of the bulls, still mean something to you, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and it is, and that's the hardest part. Is, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But um, the favorite, my favorite part of the day is going and feeding. You know, um, it costs me a shit ton of fucking money to do it. <laughs> but I love, I love to go feed and bed down my bulls. And uh, you know, I just that's for 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 years and years and years. I used to go up on the hill and just sit with them after I fed them. I just sat with them, I, you know, and just sat up there and and. Uh, and I'd, I'd fucking, I'd have some beer with me and I'd get out of my truck. I'd have that fucking stereo going, have some kid rock playing. I just, I just was, you know, you just can't, you can't, if I could bottle that shit up, I would be the richest motherfucker there is. If I could just bottle that up right there, you know? So, all right, give me another question. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Okay, I'm just thinking about some of the other podcast topics that we've had. I lost my virginity when I was like 14, I didn't bring 15. That up. I did not. But I had a son. That's one of the things I wanted to go with. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, you, you talk about, we had a conversation earlier today about, you know, you can read the book or you can write the book. Right. And um, I don't think your book. Right. Is yeah, so, so listen. No, so stop, though. So listen, guys. <laughs> so listen, guys. <laughs> What she just said is fucking stupid badass. You can either read the book or you can write the book. Write your book. You know, if you have to read a book to help you write a book, that's fine. But write your book. Write your story. It's your fucking story. God gave you life for it to be your story, you know? And we read stories about other fucking people, you know? We see movies about other fucking people. Well, what about you, you know? So, so, you know, I mean, honest to God, it's this, you're, look in the fucking mirror, you know, look in the mirror, man. Um, you're, you're special too. Just because, just because your name's not in the newspaper or in the sports news or on the PBR fucking whatever deal, who gives a fuck? You're a somebody, you know? I mean, I promise you, you are a somebody, and and so, you know, read the book, write the book, write your book. 
because well, I'm writing a book, and you'll buy it, and I'll and I'll appreciate it. You you do have a son, and you do have a grandson, and uh, two grandsons, and you didn't meet any of them until about a year and a half ago. Right. Tell us about that. Do I have to? Ha- no, I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm just shitting you. I'm just shitting you. I I um yeah, man. I had I. Uh, how cool is that? I well, yeah, meeting them is is awesome because it's a it's uh, I'm fifty and I uh, conceived my son when I was fifteen. Uh, I didn't conceive him. I you helped. I helped. You were part of it. All right, now. right. And um, you were there. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, so so fifteen to fifty, uh, every day that weighs on you. Every, not weighs on you. You just you know that's out there. You just don't know what to do. I cannot begin to tell people, and and I think that's why I'm where I'm at. I'm standing here behind this mic talking because I have the same story as somebody else. I guarantee you there's somebody lit here in this right now, and they're like, "Yep, I, yeah, 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 Dave, you ain't lone fucking ranger. It, you know, everybody else has done that too, but for, but a lot of my life, I felt like it was just me." And and I kept a lot of things secret, you know, because I thought it was just me. And uh, but no, I I uh, my grandson come to my bull riding school. I didn't know it was him. I didn't know. I didn't know. I knew something was different, but I didn't know. And uh, at the end of the school, my son called me and uh, said, "Hey, uh, your grandson just went through your school, and uh, it's probably time we meet." And uh, like, yep, you're right, you know, and. Uh, and so, you know, bring that on. Uh, what's that? I mean, what, I mean, so like, so Cheyenne, she's 21. She didn't know she had a brother, half brother, and I'd, I'd held, I'd kept that a secret, you know. Uh, and it wasn't. I was ashamed of nothing. I was scared. I was fucking scared. And uh, gosh dang, you know what? I mean, I remember the day that I that I that I you know told you. And you start crying, and you're like, I like, oh fuck, see, I I knew I shouldn't, you know, I'm like, you know, and it was like you was crying with happiness that I have a brother, you know, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, meet my meet my son, you know, Derek Fraley, you know, get you some of him. I mean, he's he's the fucking life of the party, you know. I mean, his his personality is is just stupid. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves him, and he's very very smart. He takes after me. And, uh, and I was so, going to say he was very intelligent. I he's very intelligent, I other part, right? But yeah, ahead. but but he's a rocker like me. He loves music. Um, Shy's grew up with music. I mean, we've. I remember we was listening to like Nelly. I used to be like huge on Nelly, and I'd be taking a Shy to school, listening to Nelly in the fucking, <laughs> you know, in the and, line at school with all the moms. And the yeah, moms, and yeah. and and I didn't have the edited version of Nelly, you know. <laughs> And so, you don't realize how inappropriate it is until you grow up and you hear the songs again. You're like, probably shouldn't have been listening to that when I was six. Oh, yeah, I know. Not in the drop off line at school. Yeah. But, you know, and then, you know, I used to smoke cigarettes, and I used to smoke cigar now, but I used to smoke cigarettes, and I'd take Shy to school. And I remember her, Shy didn't tell me, her mama told me, said, you know, 
Shy doesn't like that she gets out and goes, school smells like cigarette, you know? So. I, I, no joke. I used to have to leave my clothes outside <laughs> so that I didn't smell like smoke. Oh. I didn't have a heart oh. to tell you, though. I know. So I know. I know. But That's your mama. Love. That's love. Your your mama, she, uh, she you know, she's the other one. She that raised both of us. She helped. She was kind of the master. Yeah. Yeah. Your mama was... Uh, yeah, your mom was a special person, and, uh, you know, it took us both to have you, but to raise you, your mom, uh, yeah, she, she, your mom had to get me by the fucking ear once or twice, and, you know, I mean, and we're not married or not, I mean, we're not connected at all, but she would grab me by the ear once in a while and fuck, babe, so. On the Derek topic, whenever, whenever you told me that was one of I mean that is the best day of my life when you told me that. I was, I was so excited. I was scared because you were you were nervous and yeah. I I had never seen you like that and you. Yeah. I thought you were about to tell me you were sick or something. So I you know I was I had adrenaline running, and then when you told me that I just I, I mean I wanted to just pass out because I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was everything I'd ever wanted just right there. You just told me everything. Yeah. Well, that, that was, that's and and I, you know, and then and then you look at as a person as as David Barry and you're, you know, mm-hmm. what was that? I was forty eight, forty nine. I'm fifty now. I mean, you're like, the fuck was I waiting on? You know, which brings me back to that point of as people are listening to us, you know, as maybe you're in the same situation, maybe you're not. I I don't know, but it's okay to be you, and your past is okay to be you. You know, and not be nobody's going to judge you, but yourself and and God. So, but what? What? Are you crying? No, I didn't know if you needed the Kleenex. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck! <laughs> Shit. Are you serious? <laughs> um, you, I, I'm just thinking about as this is your podcast and some of the past podcast subjects you've had. Um, one of those was imagine that, and it's it's like thinking about something till it happens. And I I didn't realize until I was around you, and you're very very good at that. Um, just little things like, and I I was always kind of like the well, make do with what you got, or I don't deserve that, or we don't need that, or whatever. And you're like, no, you know, like the barn. I was gonna build it like a lean to. That's why it's 18 foot deep stalls. So if it snowed, they could get up out of the snow on one side even no matter how bad the wind was blowing. You're like, well, let's just make it two-sided and put a wide alleyway in it. And you see it, and you say it, and it's there. And That's why we, we sleep in a king-sized bed in case we get pissed at each other. we got <laughs> room to get away from each other. <laughs> I'm always thinking. See, I mean, I'm, I'm way ahead of everybody. I'm telling you. But go ahead. What was your point? <laughs> I'm just getting weird. I'm going to get past this throw Holly under the bus thing again. And, um... But just, have, have you always been like that? I, I mean, as long as I've known you, you have been. And it's been very opening thought processes for me because I see, I've read books about it, and you think that doesn't happen for you, but you do more for someone else than you do for yourself. But you see it, you're like, well, why don't we do that? And I'll be like, oh, we don't need that. But then you think about it, and there it is, and we make it happen. My whole life, I, I always had to use my imagination. Um I, I talk to myself 24-7. I wake myself up at night talking to myself. And um, because I always had to pretend to be a bull rider. I always had to pretend to be, you know. And, and that's something that I, 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 
I don't know if that happens today with the kids, with the technology that's out there, but I remember I used to would watch the Lone Ranger and Tano, and I would go outside after the show was over and pretend to be them. And, and it was healthy for me, very healthy for me. And, and I say that like I knew what I was doing then, but looking back, it was very healthy for me. And uh, to get outside and ride my horse and pretend to be somebody that I wasn't. And, uh, and so, so when, I, when I, I, you know, we talk about theater of the mind, and, uh, and, and, and I, I just, I, I'm that guy. I'm that guy that, that um, when I was going, I'd go to the rodeos and, and, and I always knew, I mean, you know, there was a time when I knew I was just going to fucking win. You know, and if I didn't, it, it was, you know, just a fluke fucking deal. I just, I knew I was that good. But I wasn't arrogant and cocky about it. I was very quiet, very shy. Even today, people look at me, look at me and doing the podcast and doing Monster Bull stuff and the, my look and shit, and they're like, what the hell happened, you know? And uh, because I was that shy, quiet, because I was scared to death of people. I was scared to death of everybody. And, and more than anything, I was, I was, I was scared to death of the, my thoughts, you know, and my imagination, because my imagination would take me so far away, so far away. And, 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 and I would, there was times I would have just, it would become real, you know? And so, um, I, I, and so I've always, um, looked at the future and, 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 there was t- I never looked at the past until a certain time in my life, and uh, but I always look forward to the future, and I always pretended, you know, like you talk about the barn, and and well, what if? Well, what if we did this? Well, what if we did that? You know, and uh, and I just that's kind of how I always do things. Is I I see it, I I can visualize it, and uh, it, it my picture. Are you crying, Brandon? What the hell? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I had my producer even crying. I'm like, fuck, I'm kicking ass tonight, boys. <laughs> this is epic. Everybody's like, what the fuck's he talking about? I'm looking over at my, my producer, fucking wiping his eyes. And his <laughs> fuck, I got him crying. He's either crying. In this or fucking? Please let it in. Awesome. So, all right. You got any more questions, Cheyenne like, Lane yeah, Berry? Yeah, I got a lot. So, who was the biggest influence to you when you was writing? Um, my dad. Why? Um, he was just, he was. He was, he kept, everything was basics to him, because uh, he wasn't a bull rider, but he was a highway patrolman, and he had to have the guts to, to pull over somebody in the middle of the night and walk up in the, in the dark, and, uh, you know, and, and, but, but it was basics to him. He always told me, he said, David, you know, ride them jump for jump, jump at a time, do what they do, go where they go, and he was my rock, you know, um, he pulled my rope. He's like a bulldogger pulling a rope, you know. It, it didn't take ten guys pulling it, you know. He just reached out and pulled it. He had my back. And um, so, yeah, I mean, you. Uh, I've had a lot of famous bull riders. I've had a lot of gold buckle bull riders. I've had a lot of just um, fucking just badass friends 
that I traveled with that are, I mean, again, they're all awesome. But, I mean, if you want to point the finger at just one person, um, it was my dad. It, when I, I know I'd kick your ass, but I know I had a learning curve when I, when I brought my, bought my pro card and started going away at where he couldn't go with me. There was a learning curve there that he wasn't uh, there with me. And, uh, you know, but, um, you know, I always kept him in the loop, you know, always called him, let him know, but he wasn't pulling my rope. And just his calmness to me, just his confidence uh, made me confident. You know, wasn't scared of jack shit, you know, got my dad there. <laughs> but when I started going without my dad, I was kind of like, huh, you know, uh, fuck you, yeah, I had to be a man. I'll never be the man he is, you know. So, um, yeah, I was. That was, you know, to answer your question, is my dad. So that was a good question. Keep going. <laughs> so okay, so a lot of people, well, some people might, but some people might not. Uh, you used to also ride bareback. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, bareback <clears throat> courses. Yeah. So one, I mean, obviously you probably liked riding bulls better, but why'd you quit riding bareback? Um, you know, I, I, that's a good question, Shy. I I loved riding bucking horses. Um, I loved riding colts, but I loved riding bucking horses if they bucked. If they didn't buck, they scared the shit out of me because they just took off running, you know. But um, if they bucked, I just loved that. I just That was my whole life. That was my whole reason I even rode bulls. I love something trying to buck me off. I don't, and I don't, I can't explain that. I don't, I, I don't know, you know. I just, I, I mean, you, you could, I, I would, I used to take, because, when I was a kid growing up, we didn't have round hay. We had square bell hay. And I would stack them fuckers up on edge as high as I could and get on top of it and, and, and balance myself, you know, just and – I, and I lost. But, but I would, you know. And that and, was before there were videos. Right? <laughs> but I would, I would push the limit. I would put up there doing that, just trying to see where – how far I could balance myself and then, and then just how far I could balance myself and, and – uh, I was just always attracted to that, but bucking horses were cool if they bucked. And uh, but as a kid, they uh, some bucked, some didn't. And the last horse I ever bu- I ever got on buck- a bareback horse, it was at a finals, and a uh, little bitch went out there and click, 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 and then she sucked up underneath herself, and me and the rigging went over her head and shoulders, and I got up holding my rig in my hand, you know. <laughs> but you got to understand too that is that I have bareback riding buckles. But I re- I won those buckles with a bareback rigging that was made for a man, and uh, me and my dad took black electrical tape and taped that handle, <laughs> so my hand wouldn't go all the way through. You know, the whole fucking th- my arm wouldn't go all the way through it. You know, um, get you some of that. You know, so yeah, I was putting a I was putting a grown man's bareback rigging on on uh, on these young colts, and uh, but uh, I just you know again I just I I think. That was part of the fun, you know. I don't know. I'm gonna steal one of Shy's questions that we talked about earlier, but uh, she, um, you mentioned stacking the hay bales up and trying to balance. What mm-hmm. were some of the things that, because you did some non-traditional things, but what were some of the things you did to stay in shape or to improve your balance or whatever? Never tried to stay in shape. Um, I think that's one of Shy's kind of questions at the first. I never tried to stay in shape. I was always in shape, but I jumped rope and ran because I was driven to win to push myself. Um, I would, I would, um, I had a big rope in, in the hay barn. Um, it was like a big fucking log rope and I tied it to the top of the fucking ceiling and I would climb it 
and I would climb back down. I'd climb it, and I'd climb back down. Why? I have no fucking idea, other than I was just driven to win. And the only way I knew how to win was to push myself. That, that there wasn't a contest with somebody else. The contest was within myself. And so uh, I never, I never like, you know, when I'd go run the creek or go up and down the hills and shit like that, I, I was, it was a competition against myself. I, I, I mean, I'd give myself another name. I mean, I, honest to God, I, we had this little basketball goal nailed up to a side of a fucking tree. Um, and I'm not a basketball player, but I would play basketball shooting, shooting hoops. And I would give myself another name. Okay, this is David, and then this is old so and so. But it was me shooting, you know. But I gave myself a different name, you know. <laughs> and I'll tell you what a fuck with is when old so and so beat your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, get you some of that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. You know. But I, I was always competing within myself, against myself internally. And and as I become more of an adult, uh, going to the track, running bleachers, running the hills, jumping rope. I was always competing against myself, you know. I, I man, I, I, I drink Diet Pepsi to this day, and the only reason is because I seen Lane Frost do it, you know. I mean, I mean, I, I was a skinny little motherfucker, and so was he, you know, and he drinking Diet Pepsi. And, and, and somebody said, well, you drink Diet Pepsi? And I said, well, because it's got something in there. That, it's got an ingredient that helps improve your fucking memory, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, I, I, but I was, I was I, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, well, once I met Lane, you know, I'm like, I'm a, that, that guy right there is me, you know? I mean, it wasn't that I wanted to be Lane. I met somebody that was already me, you know? Uh, he was me, you know? He was, just, he was ahead of me. But he was me, and uh, that's that was my attraction to him. But uh, but anyway, I was always competition within myself, and still to this day, still to this fucking day, I compete against myself. Nobody else, no no animal, nobody else. I compete against myself within myself, and uh, and and so yeah, jump you some rope, and you get to 150, and you fuck up, start over. You know, you, what's your goal? You know, go roller skate. You know, I yeah I, yeah absolutely. I used to roller skate. The, because I loved the the music that the roller rinks played, and which went country music, and uh, <laughs> and so you know, but it helped my balance and it strengthened my legs. It, but it was a competition. You get put some fucking skates on and go and bust your ass. Well, get the fuck up and try again. You'll learn to get better. You'll learn to balance yourself better. And that's that was that's been my whole life. I mean, for fifty fucking years, that's been my whole life. You know, was to to improve upon. And, and, you know, I got to where I could roller skate. I got to where I could do tricks and turn and spin and just dance something mute and just enjoy that shit, you know, and then bust your ass and then get up and do it again, get better at it. You know, I got better at my failures, but I was competing against myself and nobody was watching me. Nobody, I wasn't having to compete against nobody. There wasn't a clock on me. There wasn't a camera on me. I was just being me. And uh, so it's, it's, it's good, good stuff. <clears throat> so kind of going off of, the question I asked earlier about riding bareback, would you like to see more bull riders kind of branch out and compete for that all around, like maybe get into some other events? And I, I think I think a lot of kids um, want to be bull riders because it's the mainstream and uh, and it's the, the popular mainstream. Um, and, and so not all of them's going to make it there, but they could make it 
probably riding bucking horses or something like that. And, um, and then there's some that could do bulls and broncs. And, um, but to do that, you know, it, it, it's, um, to, to compete at, at bull riding and bronc riding, bareback riding, you know, it, 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 that's, the cards are going to line up for you because you, it's hard enough to find bulls to learn on and train on. And then the horse deal comes into play. But I, to answer your question, not answer your question, I think there's a lot of kids that want to be bull riders, but if bull riding don't work out for you, don't give up if rodeo is something you really want to do because there's other events, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, there's there's a lot of other events in rodeo that you can make a lot of money at. Um, and just bull riding's the, you know, it's the Fonzie of, of, of everything. It's the cool thing, you know. And, um, and so... You know, everybody and their dog wants to do that. And then when that don't work out, they say, well, fuck, I'll be a stalking tractor. Well, you know what? That's even more competitive, you know? I mean, you think bull, trying to be a bull rider is fucking tough. Try to be a contractor, too. So, you know, as, as a, but again, it's all momentarily. Whatever it is in, in a, an event competitive sport, unless you're a barrel racer like my wife who's 51, you you can do it at an older age. But rough stock and events. And 51's older than 50. Right. By quite a bit, <laughs> days wise. But like a rough stock competitor, he he's not gonna he's not gonna ride. I mean, they've got events or associations that you can be fifty, sixty, and still ride bulls. But um, it ain't like when you was twenty, you know. So well, and that's what you've made on that point. You know, the the senior pro deals. We do quite a bit of events with them for them, um, bring bulls to them, but. You um, have had guys ask you if you would ride bulls again, and, and you just said no. And I'm like, well, why not? Because they do enjoy it, and it's very much, um, it's very enjoyable to watch how much they appreciate each other and help each other and whatever. But your comment has always been, if I couldn't ride at the level I used to, I don't want to do it anymore. True, but at the same time, too, that that is very true. That's a, that that is my answer. But the other part of that answer is that I have what I have now. And that feeds my passion. That feeds my energy. That feeds my desire. You know, if, if I didn't have this, it may be a different answer. But I have what I have now, what I've, what I've created and built. And that feeds my passion. That feeds my energy. So I'm not craving to get on one, you know. I respect getting on one. I respect getting on one whether you're 8 years old or 80, you know. But uh, me personally... Um, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be – I mean, everybody would watch me get on thinking, well, this is David Berry, you know. Well, it ain't David Berry coming out of the shoot. It's David Berry coming out of the shoot, but not the David Berry that you um, – that I used to was, that I created – or not – well, that I created, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And so um, – but, uh, no, I, I, I feed my energy off of what I do now, you know. So that's that's where I'm at. What was your favorite rodeo? Cheyenne. That's where your name comes from, you know. Um, favorite rodeo was Cheyenne. You know, Lane Frost was my favorite bull rider. Um, that, you know, probably the first guy that, um, not the first person that gave me the time of day, but the first um, professional winning at, at a high level gave me the time of day. So I named you Cheyenne Lane, you know. Um, yeah, so Shine was my favorite rodeo, and, and it was just, it was a good time of the year. I mean, you know, that's a time of the year. Cheyenne, you know, there's 
shit tons of rodeos going on at the same time. You can get on a bull two or three times a day, you know, in July, August. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was I just, I mean, had a good time. And, and I remember the first time I, I drove into Cheyenne by myself, had no fucking idea where the arena was. I was following this horse trailer where you, you, you can't park where the horse trailers park. I parked out where the fucking fans park because I didn't know there was a contesting parking, you know. And uh, so I, I parked out with the fucking, you know, the ticket people, <laughs> you know, are. And uh, packed my gear bag in. And, and uh, yeah, but, yeah, I love Cheyenne. It was it was a fun rodeo. And the after parties were fucking awesome. And, and uh, it was a good time. You've mentioned Lane a couple times. What would you say he was to you? Was he your role model? Was he your confident? Well, I mean, what was he to you? You know, he wasn't my role model because when I met Lane, I met somebody who was like, that's me. He's just ahead of me, you know. He, he was, you know, um, he was somebody who just gave me attention, gave me the time of day. And I, was, I, I respected that because I was a very shy person, and, and I was winning. And, I mean, like winning – and so when you're winning and you're shy at the same time, you get labeled as cocky, arrogant, stuck up, yak, 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 you know. And the, the truth of the matter was I just scared the fucking death of people. You know, I didn't know what to say. And uh, so I've been labeled my whole fucking life. I mean, my whole, my whole entire, it wouldn't matter what the fuck, I, I was going to be labeled. And so, you know, um, Lane was the first one that didn't. Uh, judge me, prejudge me. Um, he, uh, you know, basically said, "Hey, you, you can do this. You know, you're going to win. You're going to win big one day." So I respected that. No, I, it's. Um, I'm. I'm just going to go about this from a, a family side of stuff because that's. It's a family show. <laughs> yeah, and you and I are family, but. Uh, you say that you're, you know, you're not qualified to help people in this. You just, or you go off your life experiences. Um, what experience? What advice would you give? What advice would fifty-year-old David give twenty-year-old David, or your grandson? Grandsons coming up, which may or may not ride bulls. What, what would you oh, do wow. that would make your life different now? If you could, if you were, if you were your own dad. There's, there's, there's no such thing as given advice that covers that umbrella of everything in life. Um, there, you can't. There's not a person in the world that can give you advice that umbrellas everything in your life. If, if you know, if I was to break it down, down would be like, um, you better be doing what you love to do, what you're happy to do, what you're looking forward to do, what you're passionate to do. Uh, don't be doing something just to be a part of the crowd. Don't be changing who you are to be a part of a crowd, um, because there there is the the very popular people, and and I never was uh, in that crowd, and um, I was again I I I would say that you know don't don't try to be uh, part of the crowd. Be you, you know, as far as you want to uh, put you know advice to you know like we well, want to be a bull rider well that's that's, that's different advice we well, want to be a you know a, an entrepreneur that's different advice you want to be a, a, a barrel racer that's different advice you want to go to osu instead of ou that's different advice 
But at the end of the day, the main advice is whatever the fuck you do, do what you love to do. You know, what you look forward to do. Don't look, don't put yourself in a position that you've got to go do something day in, day out just because you have to. And you will do what you've got to do. I mean, as, as, as winners will, they will do whatever the fuck they got to do. But be careful with that because you might wake up 20 years later and you're still doing the same fucking thing you hated to do 20 years ago. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I see that with, um, <clears throat> you know, with, with people in relationships and they get out of the relationship and they get right back in the same fucking hole they just crawled out of, you know? Um, so, you know, if it didn't work once, it ain't going to work twice, you know, no matter, no matter how many fucking apologies they come with, you know, so you better be doing what you look forward to doing, what you love to do and, uh, be you and, and don't be afraid to, to challenge yourself. You know, I think that's, uh, again, for me, that's been my life is, is challenging myself every day. Um, especially when I was a young kid, um, stacking that fucking hay up on its edge as high as I could and get up there and, you know, try to stay up there, you know, climb that rope, get up there and just, you know, try to, try to climb it again, you know, and, uh, when you, when you, when you got just halfway, you knew there, you, you, you wanted to, to win, to beat yourself, because the guy, the guy before you, which was you, climbed to the top, you know, (laughs) you know, right, and then, and so you're climbing, you get halfway, you know, but the guy before you, which was you, he climbed to the top. So you got to put out more. It's just a fucked up deal. I know I sound like, I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. No, I, bottle that shit up. I don't know how you do it. Well, it's so. like we talked about earlier. You know, you, there, there's books that need to be read. And there's books that still need to be written. And knowing that, that yours isn't like anyone else's and none of us, none of ours are. But knowing what a difference Cheyenne's made in your life and meeting Derek now and having grandsons and what a difference that has made in your life. What's right. next for David Berry? When you're talking about raising bulls, raising bull riders, Hey, getting married was a major fucking deal for me. You know what I mean? I mean, well, we've never been married and you'd yeah. never been married and Lane Frost is who introduced you to me, uh, which, you you know, was like everybody else, you blowed me off. And, uh, but... Um, 20 years, it took me 20 years to grow up, babe. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just reminding you. But anyway, <laughs> so, but. What's next for you? What is next? Like raising bulls, raising bull riders, raising a bar. When you're raising about- hell, right. you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not done. I, you know, I'm not a bull rider no more, but hell I'm not done, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Uh, every day, every day I say my prayers and make sure God knows my voice, you know. Um, now, does that get me to heaven? I don't know. But he does hear my voice every day, and and a lot of times more than one time a day. But um, yeah, no, I'm no angel. I'm not perfect, and but I I do know there's more than me, and I do know that um, that God created this world, and uh, the human person, the human body is a, is a masterpiece. Uh, is he, he created it? You know, a, mis- a, a, a computer didn't create us. A machine didn't create us. I mean, we're just, we're so, so special. And, and, and we don't even tap half of what, we don't even get close to really who we are, what we are. Well, I think it's when you call this show Monster in the Making. You're always in the making. It, it, it's You can it's be 90-something years old right. and you still can be in the making. Hey, the, the Grand Canyon, look at the bottom of it. 
you know, there, there's that river, changes. you know, Snake River's at the very bottom of it. No, not the Grand Canyon, not Snake River. It ain't? Yeah, Colorado River. Colorado River. Yeah. All right, hey, good catch. So, <laughs> I just check and make sure you fucking know your geography. Geography. That was, that that's was the, the right, right word. word. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, right word, so, right but yeah, doing. I mean, look at the bottom <laughs> and there's a river, you know, yeah. but that river started not at the very bottom, you know. It, it, it's it's a monster in the making still. It's still tearing shit apart down there, you know? Um, so to capture that, it's just it's just amazing thing, the world we live in. And, and uh, I just, I'm so, so lucky to, to be me. And there was a time in my life that I was like, I'm so fuck much of a loser. I'm so this loser, worthless, you know? I mean, I was, I, there was a time in life that I, I looked down at myself. And, you know, and, and again, shy. What changed that for you? Shy being born, you know. Uh, one, shy being born let me know that there's, there's more to life than me. You know, this, this shit ain't about you. And although, I mean, you know, for 21 years, I still like, you know, yeah, it still is about me, but it's about mm-hmm. her too, you know. And I, I become a very responsible person, a very responsible dad. And, uh, and the only reason was it wasn't because I had to, supposed to, it's because I love my daughter. And, and that's what made me the, the, the greatest dad in the world was because I love my daughter so much. And that made me good at being a dad, which takes me back to what we just was talking about. Do what you love to do and you'll be good at it, you know? And that's where I learned and realized that when I was a bull rider, I loved riding something to buck me off. And I was good at that because I loved that. And shy come in my life, it, it wasn't like I had to be nothing. I didn't have to be jack shit. I loved my daughter. I loved my daughter, and that made me a good dad, you know. And, you know, so. Well, and like seeing you and Derek together now, and, and y'all say stuff I'm like, wow, and how much y'all are alike. And having to go out about it from a different point of view because y'all skipped those years. It's just a cool thing to watch. You know, and, and, and it is what it is. Um, would it be, what would be, things would be different, you know, if you go back and, and uh, you can't change stuff. I don't know that there's a pre-planned deal, but I do know God's got your back. And um, do what you love to do. Chase it and and uh, go for that. Be a monster so, in the making. Be a life. monster in the making, right? Yeah. So, so as we're winding down, everybody's got rid of their their cards and uh, no more questions. And um, but uh, guys, listen, I, I truly truly appreciate you listening to to this podcast. Uh, it's it's very special to me um, to have Cheyenne, my daughter, here with me and and uh, shooting questions at me. Um, as an adult, because I uh, just, you know, being a dad is the greatest thing in the world to me. And um, being uh, David Berry Monster Bull is, it is what it is, and, and I'm true and pure to what I am. But uh, my first and true love is, uh, is, is my daughter, um, and then my son, and uh, just... Things are coming together in life, you know. I mean, things are starting to come together, and but you know why? It's because I didn't quit and give up, and I didn't, I didn't 
choose the wrong roads. And they were, they were showed to me. The path was showed to me. And uh, thank God I didn't um, take that road, you know. Um, and not that if I would have, I couldn't recovered, but it was just took me longer. And uh, so I'm glad I, I, I just knew that I have a, um, I, I just know that I have a huge passion to win. And if, if what you put in front of me is not going to make me better, um, I'm not in on it. So anyway, all right, guys. So wrapping up tonight, um, what are y'all going to call this podcast? I mean, like, well, I think we had put something out there before about asking people to send in questions and whatever, and this is probably going to springboard to more questions, and so we'll probably oh, do you, this you, again sometime because yeah, this yeah. was really enjoyable. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. heard, I learned stuff I didn't know. Are you kidding? <laughs> Serious? So, anyway. I didn't know you stacked hay bales up. Right? There's a lot, and I, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot about me that, that a lot of things I did because I didn't have what I have now. And, and I'm not, I wasn't who I am now, you know? Well, we're not by any means, we're not by any means, any stretch of imagination out of topics. But if you got a question, hey, send it to us. Yeah. We may do this again. This was kind of enjoyable. Well, David I... David on the hot seat with no preparation. That's <laughs> good. Right? He does. He throws Brandon and I under the bus every time he shows up. What's going to do it? All right, let's start with that. There you go. So so anyway, guys, winding down, I do have a shit ton of topics, and I have some badass topics, and I have some very passionate topics um, that I want to feed to you um, that you will... Uh, you'll you'll like um so i wake up at middle of night talking to myself man and uh, you know i don't hear you on the other side of that king i I, bed. I i really <laughs> i really uh i just i'm glad i have this vehicle to share it with but you know one of one of the things i do know and and i'm i'll wind it down from here is that um this ain't about me this is this is my podcast but it's y'all's podcast too this ain't about me Somebody, it's kind of like when I created Humps and Horns, somebody fucking had to do it. Somebody had to create a fucking vehicle for bull riders. When I created Monster Bull, same fucking thing, man. And it's the same with the podcast. It's, you know, somebody's got to be the leader in a charge, and uh, I'll be the one, you know, to do that. So uh, this is our deal, guys. Everybody's listening. This is us, okay? We're in this together. So anyway, um, so Gabbis, uh SoundCloud, iTunes, MonsterBull.com, sign up, um, leave us a review. Um, it helps, I guess, in our ratings of stuff if you do that, and um, we'll go from there. But uh, be a monster, and, you know, um, what's our saying? Life bucks. Life bucks, and uh, ride, it. ride it. If it bucks you off, get back on, try again, you know. So, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. God bless. Till next time. I'm David Barry.